Coming up on this episode of the Nosebleed Seats, the show everyone can afford to listen to with Zach Wolchuk and Eric Chiafalo, we break down all the craziness that's happened in free agency thus far, including some of the moves inside the NFC East with the Cowboys, Redskins, Giants, and Eagles. And we do some mocking. It's mock draft season, baby. We talk some NFL draft. Coming up next on the Nosebleed Seats. But before we get to the show, of course, you know we got to talk to you about our good friends over there at Lone Star Green CBD. The website is up and running, LoneStarGreenCBD.com. That's where you want to go to get any and all CBD products. We got the tincture oil. Oh, my gosh, the peppermint tincture oil. Walt Chuck, I know you've been loving that. You've been putting it in your coffee, put it in your little cereal a little bit. You can just put it right under your tongue. Makes you feel incredible. Joint pain, gone. Anxiety, gone. CBD is the best. Also, the topicals, they're on their way. Stay tuned. The topicals are coming to LoneStarGreenCBD.com. It's going to feel great. You got a little got a little joint pain in your fingers, Wolchuk? Yeah, so many different uses. I know that I use it for my anxiety. You can use it for headaches. You can use it for uh, low appetite if you're having trouble sleeping. CBD is really a cure for a lot of different things out there. Again, you can go to LoneStarGreenCBD.com. Use our promo code NBS15. It's going to get you 15% off. You're going to pay double the price over the counter anywhere else. You want to make sure you go to Lone Star Green CBD. Check out their website, LoneStarGreenCBD.com. They'll fix all your CBD needs. That's right. There's no point in walk. You don't even have to walk out of your door. It will be delivered right to your doorstep. Boom. There it is. And it makes you feel fantastic. So why don't you go over to LoneStarGreenCBD.com and Walchuck, what do they need to do when they get there? Tell them the nosebleed seats sent you. Of course they're going to come on this show. It's the biggest exposure. What are you going to do? Go on that show with those two nerds in Dallas? It's about that time for some nosebleed seats the show everyone can afford to listen to it. The two nerds from Dallas, Zach Wolchuk and Eric Chiafalo. She, man, it's been a little while since we've been in the safe space. R.I.P. D-Mac. Yeah, bro, it has been. It has been way too long. It's been way too long. You just literally practically got off the tarmac after your South African uh, little bonanza you just went on, which you just got back from the the Vegas trip. You go Vegas, South Africa, you come to the safe space, and you rock a freaking podcast for the PFN. I'm just, I'm thrilled. You look like but you're here, and that's all that matters. I'm glad that you said so, because I feel like it, dude. South Africa is seven hours ahead of Dallas, and I feel like we're recording this podcast roughly around 9.45 p.m., It'd be 4.45 in the morning in Johannesburg where I came from. I've never been so tired at 7 p.m. in my entire life. I feel like I'm 70 years old and I should have a glass of warm milk and tucked into bed. Yeah, well, and after sleeping, having to sleep outside for, what, probably 10 days... I don't know how much food or didn't water. Shower. I didn't get a lot, dude. Africa, you gotta you gotta fight for yourselves, man. The food chain's a real thing. Do they have uh, no? I assume no Wi-Fi. Uh, they God, did in the hotel. Dang. No. In all seriousness, Africa is a beautiful country. My family is from South Africa. Eric, you have dubbed me. Yeah, the resident Caucasian South African American Jew. Yes, of the Nosebleed Seats podcast and proud of it. Of course, we are powered by the Pro Football Network. Never forget that at PFN 365. Hell yeah. We are PFN and we are slowly taking over the world of football content. But I go to South Africa. We miss a week. I come back. My family's from there. It was awesome. I got to see uh, my dad's sister still lives there. My aunt, my mom's aunt, my great aunt still lives there. Uh, actually, Aunt Francine. 
Francine. Francine. Oh, she sounds hot. Oh, Aunt Franny. <laughs> Good God, Aunt Fran. Yeah, she sounds hot. Pay her a visit one of these days. I'm going to tag along with you. I know I keep telling you that. Yeah, I know I keep you telling should. you that. You should come, dude. It's a beautiful, beautiful country. Now, they do have this thing with, called uh, load shedding going on. Good old load shed. Yeah, it's bad, actually. I um, haven't shed a load in months, <laughs> and I could really go for that. Well, this is elect- electrical load shedding, so they don't have like enough energy to provide electricity to everybody that is in need of it. So what they have is basically rolling blackouts. Like if you ever watched Entourage yes. and Vinny Chase, the debut of Aquaman comes and they have rolling blackouts all throughout California. Oh, yeah. And they're worried about like, is this going to affect the ratings? They end up going to that random house party <laughs> at the yeah, end. it ends up being a great and time. And then it ends up being great. And Aquaman ends up being number one. Vinny Chase is the biggest movie star on the planet. He's now on your rooftop, Damn boys. Straight. Let's freaking party hard. That's what's going on in South Africa right now. Although this is a major problem because it's not just like a weekend, couple day thing. It's like an everyday thing. You're sitting in a restaurant. People are so used to it. All of a sudden, the power goes out. Everybody yells, load shedding. Like, it's just not even a big deal. And they have backup generators that kick in. But if that were in America, we would not be putting up with that crap. No, that is exactly right. And all they're doing is just commenting on the fact that the shed has been loaded. And then they they go on with themselves. They I mean, just, they it, just they make move the on. comment. It's like it's not load even a big shed. deal. Everybody load comments. Load shedding. Load <laughs> shed. Just <laughs> another day in Joburg, baby. All right. Let's walk home in the dark now yeah that's frightening man well so that's scary because that means all of free agency time you were on the other side of the world experiencing load shedding blackout after blackout no food malnourished haven't had water haven't had sleep haven't had, i mean jesus you've been outside for 10 days straight but did you get to see what the hell happened to your dallas football cowboys did they sign earl thomas Okay, so I knew that one was going to be coming at some point. You hit me over the head with it right away. Unfortunately, the Ravens of Baltimore swooped in. And uh, to be quite frank, I'm not even 100% sure that uh, the Cowboys were much in it at all. Looks like if it wasn't for the Ravens sweeping in last minute, the Chiefs is where he was going to go on like a one-year, $12 million, you know, prove-it deal and uh, bet on yourself kind of situation. In the last minute, Ravens, like I said, they swoop in, steal the Cowboys and the Chiefs' thunder. And, uh, yeah, he's a he's a Baltimore Raven now, Mr. Earl Thomas. So goodbye, Earl. Shout out to the, uh, the Chicksie Dicks. Man, well, in all seriousness, of course I was tapped in. I was following along on the Twitter. Any chance I could, I get back to the hotel. I'm connecting to the Wi-Fi. And I'm all over the tweets. Thank God for the Pro Football Network. Amen. Keeping me absolutely ball with everything I needed to know. I just went ahead, went on the Twitter, went into our group chats. Man, I was slacking on the group chats, though. I'll say that. Yeah, I'll be really honest with you. I've really been. Well, it's, Ooh, it's that new, track. it's that slack. It's the, uh, I slack. It's just You're slacking not, on the slack. I'm slacking on the slack. Yeah. When it came directly to the Twitter DM, you know, I'm on the Twitter. I got to go out of my way to go to slack. And being the slacker that I am, it doesn't really happen too often. I enjoy the slack. I think it's pretty cool. It's like a perfect amount of slackage. Yeah. Uh, and I, you can go back and you can go through and read it all. It tells you exactly where you looked before and it updates the unread messages. I would just have literally thousands in the random. The random gets crazy. Yeah, random gets Oh, the oh, conversations God. going on in the randoms? Talk about blackouts. Man. Those conversations. Brownouts, really. Yeah, they get interesting. They get dirty. They get grimy. But that's what we do here at the Pro Football Network. We get our hands dirty and uh, we get we get our hands on a lot of footballs. No, so I was able to keep track. I know E.T. signed with the, uh, with the Ravens. You know, a great deal for him and for the Cowboys. As much as I wanted Earl Thomas... 
that was not a uh, price point the Cowboys were going to match. The 14 mil was not happening, yep. and uh, Earl gets his money. I think the news that really was shocking was one second I thought Antonio Brown was going to the Bills. Next second, uh-oh, just kidding, that's not happening. Now he's a Raider. And oh, by the way, they only gave up a third and a fifth for him? Yeah. What the... Raiders, dude. Yeah. Mike Mayock coming out here like he's the GM of the future. <laughs> I know, dude. Mayock still got that TV thing going. He loves jumping out there, letting you know what's going on, what they're thinking. And uh, basically, when the Bills trade fell through, Mayock called Gruden and said, hey, what do you think? Gruden says, you know what I think. Get the blonde stash over here. And they got him. They Third did. Round, they did it. Now round. they paid him. They, yeah, they sure, sure paid did. him his money. They absolutely did. My Lord, AB, it worked out well. And He's got to give a lot of confidence, I think, to the players. This is some leverage that you just haven't seen from an NFL player, I think, in the history of the league. A dude really going to the front office saying, I want out. I'm not playing here anymore. Bleep you, Big Ben. Basically strongholding the ownership. And they say, okay, basically this is a lose-lose. There's nothing we can do. The Steelers are still giving up a ton of money. There's They only get a third and a fifth for this guy? Like, I know you drafted him for a fourth. So in hindsight, like, at least you're getting something back. It's not like you're letting this dude walk on the open eating, market. Eating $20 million or but whatever it is. Eating $20 million, yeah. and you're only getting a third and a fifth back. Big win for the Raiders. Now, they are paying him a boatload of money. But if you look at it, if they had been able to get Le'Veon Bell as well, which was rumored for a little bit, instead he goes ahead and signs with the Jeets. Uh, man, the Raiders offseason not looking bad. They also signed Brown, the tackle from uh, New England. Yes, yeah, so which is uh, that was a that was a major overpay. That one's going to come biting him in the rear end. Did they just draft active. the left tackle who sucked? Colton Miller, now, which was a terrible yeah, draft now pick he's from going, the beginning. From the beginning, now terrible, he's going terrible to the, draft pick. Now he's going to the right side and uh, probably will suck there too. Yeah, he's going to suck. The other big move. All of a sudden, I look at the timeline and it's it's true. Odell Beckham Jr has actually been traded. Yeah. And I my Cowboys don't have to play him twice a year. He's going to the Cleveland freaking Browns. Yeah, pretty incredible, man. What a an assembly of talent. The Browns are going for a fantasy championship, my friend. Yeah, the, the Browns have instantly become, and we talked about this going into last season, about how the Browns are actually one of the more exciting teams heading into last season. Just with the moves they made, they had Flash Gordon back. They get Jarvis Landry. We had the Baker-Tyrod situation, hard knocks. My boy Kajuice out here. My, uh, my long-lost twin brother. So it was awesome. And then they had their season. That was pretty incredible. And now they followed up with an offseason where they're just stacking people left and right with Vernon on the defensive side. I know they had to get rid of Peppers, but who gives a crap? Who cares? They get Pe- Peppers, Yo, Peppers is not very good. good. I know Gettleman was play? like, Gettleman's like, listen, I'm not making this deal unless we get Peppers. Gettleman is I need an Peppers. idiot. Yeah, Gettleman's a schmuck. I love I love. Was Gettleman. he, the, he wasn't bad in Carolina, though. Like, he put together... Super Bowl rosters yeah. in Carolina. He comes over to New York, and I get it. Look, they got a first-round pick as far as compensation goes for Odell Beckham Jr. I think it was they got a good deal. But to trade, they get a first, a third, and then I got to get Jabril bleeping peppers in this thing. The deal's off if I'm not getting peppers. Man, come on. So now Odell Beckham Jr. gets out of New York. Great for him. I He's had going the sausage. I'm just missing the peppers, and I'm not making the deal until I get it. And he got his peppers. He got it, and, I, and I'm thrilled How about for him. Jarvis Juice Landry, a player you and Dolphin fans know very well, reuniting with ex-college LSU teammate Odell Beckham Jr.? It's the best thing that could ever happen to him because Landry's not a number one receiver. He 
he works the underneath, and he needs a guy that can stretch the field. Landry cannot be getting double teamed, and that's what he was getting, especially towards the end of last year. Everybody was just throwing themselves at him, and he's good for three, four yards, uh, you know, a chunk. But that's pretty much it. Now that you got Odell Beckham Jr. over there, he takes the coverage away. Landry is going to flourish now. And uh, I got one little stat for you, one little stat of the Love day. stats. How big of a quarterback upgrade will Odell Beckham experience in Cleveland? Well, let me put it to you this way. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield averaged more yards per pass attempt as a rookie than Giants quarterback Eli Manning has averaged in any season over the last seven years. Yeah. <coughs> Get you choked up over there? Say that again? Seven years? Yeah, Eli Manning Eli Manning needs to be playing with a receiver like Jarvis Landry, and Baker Mayfield needs to be playing with a receiver like Odell. That Beckham is Jr. crazy. When yeah. was the Giants' last Super Bowl? 2011? Oh, God. Probably. I think it was 2011, somewhere around there. Yeah, the Manningham catch. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, ever since their last Super Bowl win, the Manningham catch, which was also a tremendous throw from Sheila. Yeah, that was. I think that was his last documented last, good throw. Last documented, the <laughs> yeah. last, the deepest ball he's ever thrown. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Well, Odell was flourish. also the best quarterback on the roster there in New York. So now he yeah. uh, he gets to play with a legit quarterback in Baker. And now I just feel bad for Saquon. You know, my heart goes out to him. Oh man. Well, it's going to be okay because they've got two first round draft picks now, and we'll get into uh, some mock draft action a little bit later. Oh, it's mock season. Maybe some. Maybe they might be in perfect position to get uh, a quarterback there at seventeen. Lucky you, man. You get back home from South Africa just in time for mock season. You dirty little bastard. I try to plan it out very well. All right, so let's uh, let's do some Cowboys. Let's do some NFC East. Let's uh, we kind of dipped into the past a little bit. Now let's let's talk about what uh, each team in the NFC East did. Specifically, your Dallas Cowboys. Big news coming down yesterday. Randall Bleep and Cobb. Yes, this is a phenomenal signing. Randall Cobb was a name that I did not have. On my radar a ton. Obviously, Cole Beasley moving on. Signs a fat contract with the Buffalo Bills. Gets himself, if I can speak English, a nice, nice deal there. Cole Beasley. By the way, your English has been pretty impressive. Considering the fact that you've been speaking African for the last 10 days. I haven't. I'm speaking Zulu. You're killing it right now. It's been insane. Uh, Four years, $29 million, $14.4 million guaranteed for Cole Beasley. So you have a void. In comes Randall Cobb, one-year, $5 million deal. I'll say this as a Cowboy fan sitting there in South Africa, miles away, miles and miles away, hours ahead into the future, and nothing positive was happening the first week. Was it a surprise? No. The Cowboys have been very frugal with their money, and they really haven't made big splashes in recent years in free agency. But it ends up paying off. As they sit back, they let the market come to them, and they sign a player in Randall Cobb, who you could say is better than Cole Beasley, and they get him for half the price. I don't know if I'd say that, but continue. The injury concerns are there. The Cowboys have a thing for injured players. I don't know what it is. Oh, they, they chub. like them. Dude, if you have a hammy injury, they chub hard for you. Yeah, they're Come into over it. here, Sean Lee. They're into those guys, but I'm cool with it, man. I like Randall Cobb. I like what the depth chart's looking like here. When you have... Obviously, Amari Cooper, who they traded the first-round pick for. Michael Gallup, who, in my opinion, had a very strong rookie year. Now you add Randall Cobb. Tavon. They have Tavon resigns. Coming off that groin. They still have Alan Hearns. I don't know that he'll make the roster, we but they still Garrett, have him. Garrett Chubbs over a groin injury, too. So now you got two receivers who, you know, you put them together, they'll probably play all 16 games. Each of them miss eight with Cobb and Austin. Yeah. I so think- you're good. You're, you've got a starter there. You're fine. Yeah. 
The, yeah. que- the question still is, like, going to ever sign Demarcus Lawrence? Yeah, well, I think they will. Questions uh, galore, because now they're in trade talks with who? <laughs> who are they in trade talks with? The Miami Football Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami, Miami Dolphins number one. one. Hey, Robert hey, Quinn. Hey. Yeah, Robert Quinn maybe on the move. You've been in the air and on the ground recently, very similar to the Miami Dolphins. I have been. Traveling man. I know. What can I say? Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Robert Quinn, but back to Randall Cobb for a second. Oh, you want to stay on the Cobb? Well, I want to stay on the, on the Cobb. Cobb because I think he's the kind of player, thanks to John Owning and uh, the Quant Edge, which does all this different research and whatnot. Oh, man. I don't know if the Quant Edge is one that we can really rely on, dude. I okay. mean, we've already had a couple other podcasters, namely one in particular, the nerds down in Dallas, that think you know we might not be the most viable source for information. That's why I outsourced the now Quant you want Edge. Quote the quant edge? I mean, what the hell is the quant edge? I'm I'm outsourcing the info because we don't know what we're I'm talking about. I'm more of an insourcer. I think Americans here, we should insource each other. I get that, and I appreciate that. So. Uh, that might have sounded weird. Quant edge. Okay. Randall Cobb. He is a bubble screen guy. That's where he did most of his damage oh with Green Oh, my God. Bay. Well, you know what Jason Garrett loves? <laughs> he loves him some He loves bubble the screens. bubble screen. This is perfect. Is it third and 11? Get out here, That's Randall a delayed draw. No, no, no. That's a delayed draw all down. All right, all right. Second and 11. Yeah. Bubble screens. Randall Cobb time. So that's going to be perfect for him. He That's really where he flourished. He's not going down the field very much. He's below average really anywhere past 10 yards down the field. Well, he's so is Dak Prescott in, for in the receiving. most part. So that works. Amen. Uh, he's not quite as quick as a Cole Beasley, um, but he's bigger. Very true. He's stronger. He's bigger. He's good after the catch in a different way and mostly and he's, he's not as elusive as he used to be. He's not as fast as he used to be. Long speed, but he can still get it done over the middle and you know very very close to the line of scrimmage Randall Cobb's your guy almost it's a little bit of an extension of the run as I think what you're going to end up getting with him which is something the Cowboys are looking for uh, and we'll see what Kellen Moore can do I think the Randall Cobb move is great when you look at the fact that he's only 28 years old that guy seems like he's been in the league for 15 years he has aged so poorly and I'm not talking oh, about. He looks I, don't, bad. I don't think he looks bad. Have you seen I, those eyes? I mean, as a player, no, his eyes. Gosh, oh my goodness! I could swim in those. Holy hell! I fell asleep in them. Actually, um, <laughs> don't blame you. The, it's not that he looks unattractive. He looks great, but when he gets on the field, he's aged poorly. Mm. Because when he first got in the league, he was electrifying, explosive. He was exactly when you thought Randall Cobb, you thought explosion. Now you think, uh, he'll catch the ball. Got good hands. But, man, if he's getting pressed in coverage, he's in trouble. And if he has to go more than 10 yards down the field, he's a little bit in trouble. But you work him in that 10-yard box, and we know Jason Garrett loves that. We know Dak Prescott loves that. Then uh, overall, especially for, listen, one year, who gives a bleep? Five million, who gives a bleep? The thing is, I think the biggest question, just the health. He missed, what, seven games last yeah, last year no with, doubt. The, with the hammy? It's the health. The thing is, for the Cowboys, when you look at what they've done, uh, re-signing Cameron Fleming, that solidifies your back swing tackle. Bringing back Jason Witten as he leaves the Monday Night Football booth, re-signs. Now you've got a veteran tight end to pair with uh, Blake Jarwin, who you had. You've got tight end kind of solidified there. Tavon Austin, Randall Cobb, you're filling out your receiver room. And they go ahead and re-sign LP Ledesir, 
the long snapper, 15 years of straight badassery. Yeah, what's his last name again? Ledusier. Ledusier, okay. Because it's spelled spelled like Ledusier. 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 LP Ledusier. LP Ledusier. It's not douche. Yeah, it's not That's Ledouche. how it's spelled. No, I know. You show him a little respect, because that dude has not messed up a snap. He got improperly called listen, in that Washington Redskins listen, game. Terrible call. I'm not here to hate on him. He's no John Denny, but I'm not here to hate on him. Who is John Denny? He is the, the longtime long snapper of my Miami Dolphins. Oh, well, see, that's the I thing. Nobody knows there. who the long snappers are besides the true fans, so <laughs> yeah. respect my friend. He's been there since, I want to say, since the Shula days. Really? The yeah. Shula days? Yeah, he's been putting in mad work. So, Shout out to the whole Denny family. Oh, man. That guy, talk about being able to age well. <laughs> Unlike Randall Cobb, John Denny's age well. And you me. know what? I think we can say the same thing about LD Ledoucher. That guy's aged like a champion. Lace is out, Dan. Amen. Both of those guys, outstanding. So what the Cowboys have done here is put themselves in position to really go best player available in the draft. You talk about Kerry Hyder, Christian Covington coming in on the defensive line, and if they make this trade for war, Robert Quinn, now all of a sudden the concerns you had of a Randy Gregory maybe suspended for the year, David Irving quitting the league to go smoke pot. Good for you, David. Shouts out, D-Money. Uh, Marijuana. You're filling holes. You don't have any really glaring need. And Eric Berry was just in for a visit at safety. I don't know that that's a move they'll end up making. But it's not like they have to address the safety spot. Would I like to improve there? Do I think and have always thought Jeff Heath is a liability starting in your back? Man... He yeah he only yeah, missed like four hundred tackles last year. Yeah, Listen, yeah, man, uh, I think that's a pressing need. If for me, if I if I'm a Cowboys fan, I cannot it's be probably happy. Probably the number one remaining need. I cannot be satisfied with Jeff Heath in my starting lineup come week one. No, I just but can't. you were a he's top a special teams seven ace. defense. Yes, he is. You know what I'm saying? But you they were had a top to hide seven him all defense year. with him starting. So it's not like you can't get solid production from your defense with him on the field. But yeah, I think that's probably the number one spot going into the draft where you're looking at, but it's just, you're, you're basically, if they sign an Eric Berry, I think that's a huge step in the right direction. Absolutely. When healthy, Earl Thomas and Eric Berry, the two best safeties in football, the key is when healthy. Both have had different injury concerns throughout the years. Obviously, when you look at Eric Berry, one, completely out of your control. Answer. Yeah, yeah, of course. But he has had that Achilles. C-word. He had a heel injury last year. Supposedly, he's not going to get surgery on it. They think that he'll be fine. I don't know. The Cowboys aren't going to make a move there, and I don't think any team will unless their medical staff goes ahead and says, all right, we're comfortable with this dude. But Eric Berry, certainly an upgrade. But I like what the Cowboys have done. Was I initially frustrated because the Cowboys are doing what the Cowboys have done and and not go out there and, and spend that money? Yes, but it seemed to work out. They sat back. They're able to lure in some good players here. So we'll see how this unfolds, especially with the Robert Quinn situation, which you can tell me, I still think Robert Quinn, at least as a pass rusher, still has quite a bit left in the tank. Yeah, no, he definitely does. That'll be that'll be a great addition for you guys, especially if uh, what the Dolphins are doing right now, which they're basically just like... So they're just selling out for 2020. Yeah, seems. exactly. They'll pay part of the contract. They already paid his like $1.1 million bonus uh, that was due like last week. So Miami's willing to pay for a good portion of this contract. And yeah, especially if you pair him with a guy like Demarcus Lawrence, you're talking about a hell of a tandem right there in, in the past. Right now, he's, he's not, he doesn't get tons of sacks, but he he's a disruptor constantly. In terms How of pass he rushing, against the run? he's good. That, not very good against the run. Against the run, it's not that he's not very good, but he just oftentimes only thinks about the pass. Gets a little bit too far upfield on, uh, for me, a little bit too much of a regular basis. But you guys have a guy like Taco that can play first down. He can play second down. If Robert Quinn is uh, 
glorified situational pass rusher, third down pass rusher, I think you guys, then that is, that's a fantastic move for the Cowboys. And quite honestly, that's Rod Marinelli's style. He probably watches that on tape and doesn't think that's a problem because they want to play the run on the way to the quarterback. They're just all about get getting up, up the field. And it, and it does beat them, but I, don't, I looked at that game against St. Louis – they got caught out of their gaps. They got caught up field. God dang it, dude. It's Los Angeles. That cut Get back. your bleep together. Golly, I said St. Louis. Man. Is it Roscoe or Roscoe? My God. You know Jeez. it's Roscoe. And don't ask me again. It's really Ross, but the LA Listen, Rams. Listen, man. Holy moly. The Pro Football Network didn't bring us here to Unbelievable. call the Rams St. Louis. Well, can I? Do they I need were to, in the Super Bowl I can still year. say Oakland, Good right? Good God. Yeah, but not for long. It's going to be Vegas? Where do the Chargers play? Hurry, 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 Sand- hurry. Sand. LA, LA, LA. God. I want to say San Diego so bad. Dude, you are making this look so bad. Why did they leave San Diego? I don't know. They shouldn't have done that. I think it's just because Philip Rivers wanted to enjoy that freaking mobile he's got where he gets to just basically drive up and down from practice. Yeah, well, he's not really driving. He's just doing film study. and Somebody else drives for him. He can get all his hobbies done there. Doesn't have to be around all the kids, and by all the kids, I mean like all twelve like the of them. Football team that he's got there. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't blame him. Actually, I think it's a smart no, that's move. A smart move. It Phillip's is, and that stadium's right. going to be sexy in L.A. It's going to be a beautiful stadium. I don't know if you've seen. The yeah, unfortunately, there's only about fourteen Chargers fans Man. in L.A. So. What are you going to do with that? Well, they'll I don't get know. they'll get some people to show up there, don't you think? Maybe some Ram fans on an off week. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're one bye week. I think they'll fill it up pretty. They'll good. They'll fill it up pretty good, man. That's the key. That's the key. But overall, this has been an interesting free agency, dude. I think the Covington move is really nice. For Love the, the Covington, the Covington move. move is fantastic. That helps with that run D. That and the Hyder move helps with the run D. And now you can go ahead and beef up maybe in the, in, in the draft. Somebody falls to you at fifty eight and it's a defensive lineman. They sign me up if it's a safety. They sign me up if it's one of these tight ends. Yes, thank you. May I have another? Yeah. Best see, player available, baby. I, I think they they are in a best player available position at this point, but I do think now that they've got Cobb, they did add Jason Witten. I think they like Blake Jarwin more than most people think they do, and he showed some promise, particularly at the end of the season. He did? Blake Jarwin is somebody to work with, and I think in their mind, they're, I, I don't think tight end, or wide receiver unless an absolute gem happens to fall to them at 58. I don't see them going anywhere near those. I think it's a guaranteed defensive end or safety take at 58. That's what I think the impact on the draft is for the Cowboys. I think those are still the two biggest needs, but if you listen to what Steven Jones said on the flagship station, 105.3 The Fan locally in Dallas... No, not the hippo laws. We all know with hippo laws and things like that. That was a different conversation. He said, and this is with Blake Jarwin, tight end was the biggest position of need for this team heading into the offseason. Now, the Witten thing might change that. We talked about that a few weeks ago in our last episode when we talked about Witten returning. Um, But it's only a one-year deal, and you don't know the longevity of Witten. So if, say, like a Sternberger or somebody slides to you at 58, you got to kick the tires on that. It's up for consideration. If there's a defensive lineman that they think's better, they'll take him. Don't get me wrong. I think, yeah. I think you're right, especially when it comes to defensive line. But there's a tight end there at 58 that they like. I don't think they'd hesitate. I just think they want somebody who can really help them right away. Ideally, you don't think a tight end you know? would? I, I mean, you, the Cowboys love that two tight end personnel. Oh no, they, they, and with if Witten they and Jarwin, I'm not, I'm not upset with would. that. They love their tight ends. That's what I'm saying. Witten's always going to be one of the tight Swaim's ends. Swaim's gone. He left. Rico Gathers is long for this world. I mean, long for the NFL world. I mean, I don't think he's dying. Yeah, yeah. No, long, I think long he's, life, I think Rico. He sorry, on buddy. The earth. I'm not trying to kill you off. No, he's allowed to be on the earth. 
Yeah, for sure. Ba- for I just, basketball. Yeah, Baylor, just don't, don't want him in a Baylor. Cowboys uniform. No, he's not a good football player. But ultimately, I think they like Jarwin enough, and they know Jason Witten's never going to come off the field, even in a no-tight-end personnel he'll situation. Find a way on there. He will find a way he's to gonna play. He's going to be your why. Absolutely. <laughs> if not, he'll just send Tyron Smith off the field, and he'll play left tackle. Let's oh, get after geez, it. Jesus, he's such a great blocker So I just, I just don't think that tight end or receiver is going to be what gets them going, at least early on in the draft. I think they're going to want to focus on getting that, especially if they don't land Robert Quinn. I mean, if they don't land Robert Quinn, which the Saints are, he, I think he's visiting them with them right now. The Saints are. Yeah, the Saints uh, have a shot too. The Saints have a very good shot. So if you don't get Robert is, Quinn, if you defend, don't get yeah. Quinn, look, if there's defensive, defensive end is there. still huge, definitely. And I mean, the good news is the draft is littered with them. I mean, there's pass rushers, lower defensive line in general. It's it's, it's a great year for that. Well, so. the rumor mill's still out on Demarcus Lawrence. Do they look to trade him? Maybe yeah. get back into the first round. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't see, I don't see. I don't happening. want the Cowboys to do that at all. No, I, I think he's too much of a leader. He's already been at the the off season workouts, the completely voluntary that no one even talks about because it's so early. Well, Demarcus Lawrence has already been there. Most guys in his particular situation aren't there. That just shows you he's the leader of that team, especially the defense. He is a big time presence in that locker room and in that team and I think that would just send a ripple effect of like bleep you management through the locker room if DeMarcus Lawrence doesn't get paid because all 53 guys or other I guess 52 guys are looking at DeMarcus Lawrence and saying if anybody deserves to get their money it's DeMarcus Lawrence and if he doesn't get it I think that sends a bad message to your team 100% that's just my thoughts I think he's going to be a that guy has played hurt and for back Back-to-back years, he's been a pro bowler, had double-digit sacks. Those guys don't grow on trees. You hey, go out hey Demarcus, Demarcus, just real quick. I know you're a huge fan. I know you're listening right now. Listen, brother. Dang, what's up? Get that freaking surgery done now. Yeah, get the surgery done now. I mean, my now. God, bro. Just, Please. Just get it done. Please you, get it done. You have time to kill right now. Don't wait till June. Kill the time. And then, done. good God, you don't come back till week six. That shoulder fix, dude. That sounds terrible. You don't want to be on the pup list, no. Demarcus. No Believe one likes me. the pup list. We've all been on pup. The no one wants to be P-U-P? on pup. God, Walchuk was in a straight depression last time he was on Pop. I know I was the same way. Demarcus, don't do that to yourself. No, it's I terrible. Care about you. Terrible. It's a sphincter problem. All right, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Me too. I'm glad you said it. I didn't want to. Let's move on for the Cowboys. Do the rest of the NFC East. The Giants. We talked to them briefly. Oh, you want to go there next? Do it, dude. They were next Man. to the board. All right, they're how taking some hacks. They're taking <laughs> some hacks. Love it. Uh, how bad has this offseason been for Gettleman? It's been about as bad as you can have. Let me go through opinion. the major moves for the yeah, Giants. Please do. Just revisit this. Here's somebody that they've signed. Here's two players that they've signed on defense. Either of them tittle your thumbs. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Antoine Bethea. <laughs> He's still in the league. He's still in the league. 2006 Super Bowl champion with the Indianapolis Colts. He's bounced around. I think he was most recently maybe with Arizona. Could be wrong. San Francisco. Holy hell. He yeah. must be, he's got to be older than Witten. He signed a two-year contract. Guess who reported it? Uh, Glazer. No. Uh, former teammate. Josina Anderson. Former teammate of his. Oh, uh, Plaxico Burris. Now working for the NFL Network. Oh, it was Reggie Wayne. It was Reggie Wayne. It was a hurricane. Yeah, well, former teammate and Miami Hurricane Reggie Wayne for the NFL Network reported Antoine Bethea signed a two-year contract with the Giants. There's a former teammate giving a friend a boon. Marcus Golden, defensive end, signing a one-year contract according to the Rappaport with the G-Men. Other name, people actually know this, uh, and this is after they traded Odell Beckham Jr., by the way, for Jabril Peppas and a first and a third round pick. Not and, doing the deal without Peppers, damn it. Yeah, I need my Peppa because they got their salt, and his name is Kevin Zeitler. They gave up Olivier Vernon 
to the Cleveland Browns to get Kevin Zeitler. Yeah, and that happened before the Odell Beckham trade. They were so, two separate trades. Yeah, yes. and I actually liked that one initially for the Giants. I was like, all right, you know what? They're actually beefing up that offensive line a that little bit. That was one of the rare trades where you looked at it and thought, this is a great move for both teams. Pretty solid win-win. I'm not totally sure how the Browns are going to replace Zeitler because he's a hell of a, a player on that offensive line. True that. I don't know their roster in that way. Maybe they have somebody already. Maybe they just feel like they can get somebody, no problem. But either way, I knew for the Giants initially, I'm like, all right, they still have Odell Beckham Jr. at this time. Now they've upgraded the offensive line once again. Maybe they draft another guy. Holy crap, if Eli Manning has 15 seconds in the pocket, maybe he can make an accurate pass. He needs all 15. Well, then they go ahead and ship away Odell Beckham. They get back to Brill. We talked about that first in the third round pick. They get 17 overall. They get 95 overall for Odell. After that, they have a need at receiver. So what do they do? They turn their attentions to one Golden Tate. The taint? Yeah. And the he, golden taint. Man, that gold. And I love gold. Four years, $37.5 million. Dollars, 23 of that guaranteed, according it, to the rap And sheet. this is when I start thinking to myself, okay, what are What these, are you doing? What are they doing? Because you think maybe you're just going young. And you know what? If you're going young and you want to rebuild, that's cool. But you're going to go out and you're going to sign a golden Tate who's got to be over 30, right? He's 31, I want to say. Yeah. And he's not that good. No. He's coming off his least productive season. I know that he started the year in Detroit, got traded to Philadelphia, but still, the guy is probably on a downwards progression in his career. They trade away a top three wide receiver in football. You're getting back draft picks. That's fine. But then you want to go and give a lot of money to Golden Freaking Taint? What are you doing? It doesn't make sense to me. And you know what? As a fan of a team that plays you twice a year and doesn't like you, New York... Thank you for doing these things. Incredible. Thank you so much. But if I'm a Giants fan, I'm like, what the actual bleep? And they're going to give $5 million to Eli Manning because they want to keep that schmuckana around. Maybe maybe Gettleman's secretly working for, like, the Cowboys. And we just don't Well, Jerry Jones, the Errol Spence Jr. fight uh, over the weekend at AT AT&T Stadium, they were asked him about the Odell Beckham Jr. trade, and he literally just said, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, just God. thank you. So maybe Gettleman. Gettleman, maybe he is. Maybe Gettleman's in the Jones's pockets. I, I don't think, know. Yeah, I think Jerry's going to cut him a check, and rightfully so, because he's killing it for every other team besides the one that he supposedly works for. Craig, give me that. I just I, there's just so many question marks for me of just really what the bleep are they doing? It's like at first you think they're doing a rebuild, and then it's like okay, they throw a bunch of money at Golden Tate. All right, maybe they're not going for the rebuild. What? are you doing i just really don't know they keep saying gettleman keeps saying rebuild but we can win while we do it he was like you know when i first got here we won three games hey last year we won five you know we're getting better it is an inch by inch this process could be a seven seven Ten years season. from now we will be a 12 win team we will be and it's gonna Bowl. be incredible it's gonna be so good and they'll probably still have eli manning at quarterback probably unless because they if get you get daniel jones at 17 if you think he's too old not good and overpaid then that is just a crock yeah, most uh, people with a brain would say that they agree with you. That is a quote straight from Gettleman. Let's go up the road a little bit to Philadelphia. Well, I think I think one more thing here on the Giants. Oh, you're done. You're not done. I'm with the not Giants. done okay, because keep on unloading, I baby. think they're going to be able to do one more thing to really put a smile on everybody else's face, other than Giants fans. And is it draft Daniel Jones? And that is pass on Haskins at six. Take whatever bleep hole you Rashawn want. Rashawn Gary go, or Yeah, go there. get you a Gary. Well, Gary's a good player. Go get yes. you a sweat. Go get you one of these guys. 
you know. I like Sweat too, but he does have a heart condition. Apparently, we saw what happened to Maurice Hurst a couple years ago. Yeah, didn't benefit him. Um, if they do that, and then at seventeen they say, "Don't worry, we're going to get our guy. We're going to get Daniel Jones." You think he's their guy? Oh man, I'll tell you, it would not surprise. It me. does seem somewhat. He's, he's cut from John that Gettleman-y. same. When you look at what he's doing, he's cut from the Eli cloth of. He's tall. Oh he's not my good, gosh, you're so and true. And he's worked with Cutcliffe. He worked with Cutcliffe, who is a Manning freaking homeboy. Yeah, they love him. Cutcliffe, for those of you that don't oh, know, you're head so coach right. at Duke. A.K.A. the same school that Daniel Jones was just playing quarterback for. Mm. And Cutcliffe is a, like you said, a Manning whisperer. So there's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of proximity there. There's some links. If if I'm a Giants fan, I am pooping my pants right now. Well, it's funny because I really think he's going to land in the NFC East. Because if it's not the Giants that take him at 17, it might be the Redskins a couple picks ahead of him at 15. Oh, dude, that would be funny. That would be funny. If Daniel Jones, wherever he ends up, and unfortunately he can't end up in the AFC East unless he's a Dolphin. And good God, that would make me sick. No, but you might end up getting Haskins at 13 if the Giants indeed do pass. Yeah, if, if Haskins, that's one thing that we can get to when we start mocking mocking up here in a little bit. Uh, we can talk about that. But, yeah, if Haskins falls and I'm the Dolphins at 13 and he's there, I would absolutely take him. Uh, but then at that point you can see a team like the Redskins maybe wanting to trade up for him, do something like that. But anyways, man, bottom line is Giants, uh, I guess the overall theme for their offseason is just what the bleep. And uh, let's go ahead and head to the Redskins. All right, so oh, can we do the Eagles first and then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. close sure, out with the Redskins? Though, right? Doug Peterson. That's good, Doug. They've actually had a decent offseason so far. Yep. Ronald Darby agrees to stay with the team one year, 8.5 mil, solid corner. Brandon Graham, defenseman who's really come on strong the last few years, actually had the seal, the deal, forced fumble, strip of Brady in the Super Bowl yeah, he to did. win it for the Eagles. He resigns three year contract extension worth $40 million. They make a trade with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For Deshaun? Deshaun Jackson, D-Jax, coming back home. They make a trade to get Deshaun Jackson along with the 2020 seventh-round pick in exchange for a sixth-round pick in this year's draft. And the Eagles announced they signed Deshaun Jackson to a three-year contract. What do you think of that move? Yeah, I like it for the Eagles, man. I love it to pair with Carson Wentz. He loves to throw the deep ball, and who does it better than Deshaun Jackson? I'll give him some credit. His numbers declined in Tampa Bay, but it wasn't fault of his own. How many times did we see Deshaun Jackson running wide open and Jameis Famous Winston just couldn't find a way to hit him? Yeah, him and Fitzmagic both trying to get him the ball, and it actually Fitzmagic did a better job of it than Jameis did. I think uh, I think it's great for the Eagles. Adds uh, a different dynamic, and, and there's just something about when you have a guy on your offense, even if he isn't overly productive, if the defense knows he can absolutely take the top off with his speed, he is always accounted for constantly, and that opens other things up for you. Even if the guy, even if Deshaun Jackson doesn't have a hugely prolific year statistically, what he will do for that Eagles offense is going to be fantastic for them. When you pair him with Alshon Jeffrey, that's fantastic stuff right there on the outside. You have Aguilar. I just think that speed dynamic of a guy who can just totally take the top off is invaluable for an offense, and the Eagles needed it. They knew they needed it. They were a little bit slow. You know, Alshon Jeffries is not very fast. Aguilar's quicker than he is fast. They needed some speed. They went out, they addressed it. They've committed to Carson now because Foles is 
You yep, know, Big Nick Energy big, has Big Nick Energy took his talents to Jacksonville. Has taken on to Jacksonville, so good for him. He got his money, and now Carson is the man. And as long as he stays healthy, it is no doubt a two-man race for the NFC East. It is between the Cowboys and the Eagles. I lean Eagles for one reason and one reason only: coaching. Agreed with that, no doubt. I'm not going to argue there. Uh, Malik Jackson, another big move. Yes, former champion with the Denver Broncos, spent a couple years with the Jags. Now an Eagle. He agrees to a three-year deal. Love that move for the Eagles. Malik Jackson can play. He's a perfect fit on that defensive line. And they needed it now that Bennett's now gone. That Bennett's and, gone. Uh, and Jernigan's gone. And, and uh, Haloti Nada retired. Oh, that's right. Oh, by the way, um, it was a great retirement for him. You know, he, he retired on Kilimanjaro on top. I thought he was out of the league three years ago. I just wanted to put that out there. Oh. I had no idea Nada nor Antoine Bethea. Like, this is all news to me. I'm glad you're breaking this right here in the safe space. Well, I could be open glad that I could enlighten you, my friend. I had no idea Antoine Bethea was still getting paid money to play professional football, and I had no idea Haloti Nada, same thing over the last couple of years. So yeah, just, I'm just trying Eagles, to be honest with you. Before that, I think the Lions. Gotcha. Okay. So you're, you're, you thought that he just never left Baltimore. He retired a Raven. I thought, yeah. I thought, if anything, he just, yeah, he just vanished. Right. Mm-hmm. Him and Lewis together holding hands, singing Kumbaya. Yeah, him and Anton Bethea. Yeah, interesting. See ya. Uh, and then Anderson Deho. Can't forget about him. He oh, signed Sandejo a one-year the deal. Pendejo. You know, Anderson, Anderson Deho, funny story, actually started his career in training camp with the Dallas Cowboys. No way. Really did. Didn't make the roster. Ended up signing with the Vikings and has had a nice little career for himself. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen, he's still around. People are still paying him to play. So good for him. I can't think of one good thing he's ever done on a football field. But, you know, that's probably my ignorance. Way to go, Bethea. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, Washington Redskins, my friend. Boy, you know what? We've talked oftentimes, and, and, and this was a narrative during the Super Bowl, about the Patriots' success. And how a large part of it has been the suckiness of the AFC East in that division. And some people, you know, I, I saw various reports. I don't think anyone could argue that the AFC East has been bad. The Dolphins, Jets, and Bills really haven't had a whole lot of pushback to New England during this reign. But the NFC East is not good now either. We made fun of the the Giants. Dude, the Redskins are not far behind. Yeah, old Daniel Snyder out there doing Holy his thing. Holy cow. Where do you put Landon Collins amongst the top safeties in the game? I mean, it's hard to say uh, in terms of what I think he is, though. He And I don't get this. I wish these safeties would just, listen, come clean with what you are. Own it, all right? He doesn't want to be pigeonholed into just being, I'm not just a box safety. I'm not just a box safety. None of these guys just want to be box safeties. Hey, listen, it's okay. Look, you are I, what you I are. love boxes. I'm a, I'm a box guy. I love boxes. Self-proclaimed. Dude, you never know what's going to happen in those boxes, dude. I, I have long Chocolates. said, I am a box guy. You all, right? all kinds of things in boxes. Hey, your, your Amazon deliveries come in boxes? And I can sleep at night because I just own it. You know what I'm saying? I love that you own it, too. I love being in the box. You, you are know? a thumper. Yeah, I'm a hole plugger. You are. On and off the field. What? And so I just think Landon Collins needs to be able to admit this. Listen, man, I'm a box safety. Own it. Appreciate it. And go be the best in football. He's a damn good one. And he might be. Yeah. When Eric Perry's not on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Or when Earl Thomas isn't on the field. Oh, yeah. Because Earl's not just a box safety. I know, but Earl's just as good in the box as he is out. Well, he's the damn best. He is just a stud. And you thought Ed Reed retired. You're about to see shades of Ed return in Baltimore for friends. Dang right. What a fit.
Now listen, Landon, he, he's going to make plays. He's a good player, but the Redskins are not in a position. They're not a safety away from even being a seven-win No, team. and they completely just pissed on the safety market. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, you know, teams like the Cowboys or the <laughs> Chiefs, was, yeah, who clearly true. had interest yeah. in a safety, they end up paying big money to Tyron Matthew. They're thinking like, all right, 10 to $12 million would be a lot for these guys. Well, here come the freaking Redskins. Six years, $84 million, $45 million guaranteed. Just completely shattering whatever other safety was made. I think Eric Berry was the previous highest paid guy. Well, here's Landon Collins just giving him all the dirty bird. Well, he got his money. Congratulations, Landon. No fault of your own. And I do like Landon Collins. I think he's a good player. But my goodness, that is a fat contract that only the Washington Redskins and Daniel Snyder, maybe the worst owner in the league, would do. Yeah. Then, this is funny. You're going to laugh at this. Oh, I will. I bet. Hit me. Eric Flowers. Oh. Eric Flowers. Four million for Mr. Flowers. What the heck are you doing? What Man. are you doing? Eric Flowers is not good. And if any team should know that this guy is not good, it's one like within the division that plays yeah. them twice a year. How many times was Ryan Kerrigan able to exploit per, poor Eric Flowers? Oh, Jesus. Now he's got to go against him in practice, and he realizes, wait, who's my quarterback? Listen, this uh, is just Case Keenum. This is one well, of the, Case is going to get screwed. This is one of Eric Flowers situations where you know there's not there's just not that many guys walking around 6'5", 315 pounds that have any semblance of athleticism, and that's just what this is. Let me ask you, would Good you rather God, we Eric? just need a body. We need a body out His here. His name's Eric. His name's Eric. Yeah, but he spells it like a bleep hole. He does spell it like a bleep hole. It's E-R-E-K. No, no, no. E-R-E-C-K. Have... The guy's a bleep hole. Oh, is there a C? There is. All, oh, I, my all God. I need to do is look at his the spelling of his first name and know he's a bleep hole. He went to the Miami Hurricane. He's a Miami yeah, Hurricane. Yeah, you don't hate on a lot of Canes. No, I don't. I knew the day he set foot on campus, when I saw his name, Eric, which is a great name, that he just butchered with the spelling. You never even saw him play. He I don't need to, to see him play. I don't it. need to meet him. I don't need to say hi. Well, I don't that's need not to shake his, his fault, hand. though. Wouldn't that be on the parents? It's the parents. It's him. He, yeah, he's the same genes, baby. It's all it's all the same loins. Moron genes, all right? Huh? Yeah, bleephole genes. Okay, would you rather have Eric Flowers or Colton Miller? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's bad, right? Well, as long as... And Connor Williams isn't in this whole deal. No, Connor Williams is a guard right now, technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also a... Um, Dude, can you lay off Connor? I guess I'd I, take Connor over those other two idiots. I would go. I would go probably Miller just for the uh, the age reasons. That's probably it because Eric Flowers, like I said, even if Eric Flowers was an All Pro, it's very similar to the, the the blonde mustache of Antonio Brown. I don't want you anywhere around my team with that blonde mustache, Eric Flowers. I don't want you anywhere around my team with that spelling of your name. Yeah, they're both bad. Other moves, the Case Keenum trade, uh, leaving Denver, obviously. He had a foot out the door once they went ahead and traded for Joe Flacco, who is apparently in the prime of his career. News alert. That's what I hear. Hey, dude, John's out here breaking news. I didn't know that, but I'm glad he made me aware. That makes me feel more comfortable for the No, there's a lot that we don't know, but now we do know. But Joe Flacco's in the prime of his career, so expect big things from Joe in Denver. Listen, all you got to do to be the Denver quarterback is just be tall, suck and you're hired, baby. <laughs> Have a cannon for an arm. Yeah, that's fine, too. So now Case Keenum uh, gets out of Denver and has to go to Washington. Lose for you, sir. Apologies. Uh, a seventh-round pick in Case Keenum in exchange for a sixth-round pick in 2020. Adrian Peterson re-signs two-year $8 million deal, the gift that just keeps on giving all day AP. Had a couple good weeks 
I don't care. Doesn't uh, put fear into the heart of the rest of the NFC. East. He had that one game where I think he had like a ninety-yard touchdown run, yeah. and then still ended the game with ninety-nine like, like yards, with less than hundred yards. Yeah, unbelievable. That was pretty incredible. Oh uh, yeah, it's embarrassing. And then Dominique Rogers Cromartie actually comes out of retirement because the Redskins are giving away money. So he says, "Well, I might as well collect well, my he's, check." He's still trying to feed about fifteen kids too. He's got a lot of mouths. That's to feed Antonio. Over there. Oh, oh, that's oh, cousin. oh, this that's is Dominique Rodgers. This is Dominique Rodgers. Yeah, well, he's still thinking to himself, Jesus, I got more nieces and nephews. Well, Antonio's Christmas calling him year. for money. Yeah, Christmas every year has got to be tough for Dominique Rodgers. That's Rogers. true. Because, I mean, Birthdays, if you're, you're trying to be I mean, the cool uncle, a birthday every week. there's a birthday every week, man. That poor guy, he's going to be trying to play. Listen, Dan Snyder will, will get him through that whole life of an uncle because he will just keep throwing money at him even though he's a garbage football player. My oh my. Thanks, Unc. Yeah, so those are the moves the NFC East has been making. I think the Cowboys and Eagle fans have to be absolutely thrilled. Yeah, it's a two-man race. Other big news, uh, Matthews, Clay, the Clay Matthews. There's a lot of Matthews. You've got to make sure you specify these days. Clay, leaving Green Bay. It's official? Official. He's going to L.A. He's going to be a Ram. Oh, is he? Going to be a Ram, and I like St. Louis, huh? Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's LA now, Eric. Just, didn't I tell you? Damn it. Man, it's not St. Louis, bro. God, my bad. No, it's Los Angeles. Listen, man, uh, when did that happen? Uh, this actually happened yesterday. Okay, very good. I was or, about to earlier say. today, while we're recording this, this, is, this is a news news alert. All right, so that's breaking news. We got yeah, a little Clay Matthews. We got a little Clay Matthews. He's going to fit right in, bro. He I think looks, that's a great he's a California, move. he's a USC oh, guy. Yeah. He's, he's going to play back in that stadium, too. Yeah, he's got to be fully torched for that. He's probably going to have the best season he's ever had. I think so. I think that's a great move for the Rams. I like that a lot. And then Vontez Perfect. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Anybody like this guy? Good God, no. His mother, his own mother doesn't like Ashamed him. Ashamed of him, I think right? she's actually on record with that. Well, he gets cut finally by the Bengals, a dude that should have been kicked out of the league years ago. Now he's bounced back. He's signed with probably the only team that would have given him a look other than the Redskins. The Raiders. Of course, man. Which is great because, by the way, I'm punching the ticket right now. It's 100% locked in. The Raiders will be HBO Hard Knocks this season, and it's going to be incredible. We're going to have Gruden. We're going to have Mayock. We're going to have Antonio Brown. And now we're going to have Vontez bleeping perfect. And it's great because Antonio Brown and perfect have had plenty of beef in their uh, in their divisional matchups with the Steelers and the, and the Bengals over the years. Perfect, obviously being the dirty bleep hole that he is, and Antonio Brown being the you know the kind of guy he is. They've ruffled each other's feathers quite a bit on the field, and now they're going to be teammates. Vontez Perfect. I don't know if you've anybody's watched him play football over the last say year and a half or so. He's not good. I don't anticipate him necessarily making that team. But hey, if he does, so be it. We'll have fireworks for Hard Knocks. That's exciting. Jeez, music to my ears. Hard Knocks sounds exciting, but you, Vontez, I don't like you, dude. You're an hole. Nobody likes you, Vontez. Don't buy the jerseys, Raider fans. I don't get why you do that. You could just cuss. We'll bleep it out. It's going to be fine. Pro Football Network says you can bleep it. You don't have to just mute yourself. You want to say fuck? Just say fuck. Okay, fuck. Thank you. Now, I got to say this. If you want mock draft action, specifically like team mock drafts, we're talking full seven rounders. Whoa, dude, that might be a little too girthy for me. Dude, I that's like a, it that's long. A, that is a freaking And nobody does mock, it longer bro. than the Pro Football Network. At PFN365, you can go to the Pro Football Network website as well. But they've got team-by-team, team, seven-round mocks. Our riders are doing excellent things, and we're going to dive into some mock drafts now. Now, this one is actually not technically from one of our PFN riders, and I feel like kind of an a-hole. Wait, what the hell are you talking about? Well, because I want—I I didn't want to take one of these team-specific ones. I wanted to go full. 
You're going full, full fledged. I'm going full fledged. Well, it's not. You know, it will we'll quickie. We'll quickie down this list. Don't worry. We don't have to spend time on every single pick, even though I know we'd like to. I'm a sucker for mocks, man. I know you are. Now, number one, I'm a I mock think, sucker, and this is one that I called immediately back in January. I got to pull up my tweets, but I'm going to tweet it out once it happens. Yeah, Kyler please do Murray. It. We're, we're just anxiously awaiting high anticipation for this. Please high retweet anticipation. that. Honestly, if you, can, if you could DM me that tweet, I'll if DM not it. tag me, dude, I'll slide into those DMs. And God, I'm not going to fall asleep until you do that. Dude, please never sleep. I'm not going to do it till draft day, though. <laughs> All right, bleach. So it's going to be a while. All right, awesome. Uh, insomnia at its finest. Well, Kyler Murray going number waiting. one. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, so whose mock is this? It's Bucky's. All right, so we're pulling Bucky's pants down and just staring at that girthy mock of his, baby. Let's dive. You are such a pervert. I'm excited. This is Bucky. I can tell. This is Bucky Brooks. Number one, Kyler Murray. Surprise, surprise. Number two, the San Francisco 49ers taking Quinn and Williams. Dude, he had such a badass combine. He says, I don't even need a workout for the pro day. Yeah. And I don't blame him. I wouldn't have either because he did kill it at the combine. Yeah, he did. And he did it with braces. The dude is still a kid, but he's a grown bleeping The braces man. thing do throw me off, too. I'm glad that, you know, I, I just don't like to shame people, but you brought it up, so now I'm going to piggyback off of it. It wasn't a shameful thing. I was oh, actually a little com- bit of a knock. I was complimenting him. A little him. bit of a knock. He's so young, he still has braces, but he's yeah. a grown How young man. How old is he? Like 19? No, no, no. He's not 19. 21. He's, he's like probably 20 or 21. Yeah, yeah probably. But still, I mean, you have braces. You still you're a kid in, in some level, and then at the same time, you're also one of the freakish human beings walking this earth. And we're about to pay you millions of dollars, and you're so incredible that you don't even have to participate in your pro day. Would be quite the pairing once the you know the 49ers went ahead and they signed. D4. So they skip on Quadzilla. Is that what you're telling well, yes, me? Yes, they're skipping on Quadzilla because they've got D Ford. So now you can go ahead and add an interior guy in Quinton Williams, and Quadzilla goes three to the Jeets. How much would you hate that, Nick and Bosa? As a Jet. Oh, God, man. Because I know you to... love Nick Bosa. Yeah. And then he goes to the Jets, who are one of your most hated teams. Well, it's, it's not so much I love Nick. I just love his quads. Respect. And and honestly, his hammies, too. I'll, I'll give love to them. I think his whole body is phenomenal. Seeing him, seeing him in a Jets uniform is going to be extremely disappointing for me. Instant throw up in your mouth? Yeah. But then again, I don't want them to get Quinn and Williams either. Because he's a free, he's well, a baller. They're, they're in a good position. Either to get way, one of these elite defensive guys, whether it's Josh Allen, who they've got going at four to Oakland, yeah, uh, one of those three guys is going to be a Jet. Yeah, I, I agree 100. percent When you pair one of those guys with the Leonard Williams, they just got CJ Mosley. Mosley. They've been very active. Their front Le'Veon's going to be nice. Yeah, the, yeah, Jet, the be Jets nice. are making moves. Although they've still got Adam Gase, crazy eyes himself. Is it possible to live in the world where the Browns and the Jets are pretty good at the same time? Well, I think the the Browns will be. I think the jury's still out on the Jets. Yeah, I just don't know if there's a time in life. But the where it's roster looks way better than it did ten days ago. That you could have both of those teams being good at the same time. No, I don't know. I don't know if that is possible. Uh, Rashawn Gary goes at six to the Giants. So now you've got the Haskins debacle. We're gonna skip down now. I just think one of our PFN mocks would just be way better than this. It would be. But we're gonna skip down now to thirteen because you don't have another quarterback go. You've got two tight ends to go uh, at ten and twelve. And then at 13, Dwayne Haskins goes to the Miami Dolphins. Okay, so Haskins fell in this one. Haskins fell. So the Giants, who the Giants take, by the way? Let's the, just the Giants on them took for Gary. A oh, the, okay, Gary. so the Giants take Good Gary. Good player. Good player. Don't then, blame and, him. And then what is Bucky having him do at 17? Just tell me, at please. At 17? Yeah, yeah, give me. <laughs> tell me! It's Daniel Jones yes! time. Yes! Yes! Gettleman! Gettleman. That's perfect. The Gettleman strikes Jones, again. Six and seventeen. The Giants are going to the promised land, baby. Way to go! Gettleman bounces back after a tough free agent period. He comes into the draft and he freaking lays the hammer down. And now he's 
Got a bright future with the Giants. Unbelievable. And by the way, the uh, Redskins in this mock would be taking Marquise Brown, the wide receiver from Hollywood. Oklahoma. Hollywood! Despite the injury, but an outstanding football player. He's got the Liz Frank going on, is that yep, right? Yeah, he might not even play this year. That would be a Washington Redskin move. So that frees up Daniel He's Jones to slide though. there at 17. You've got a lot of quarterbacks sliding, but I think that would be the most intriguing of this draft process. Because now with Jacksonville having signed Nick Foles, they're not in the market. So after the Giants at 6, you've got Jacksonville at 7, don't need a quarterback. Detroit at 8, maybe they think about it, but I think Edge would be more of an area of need. Buffalo, they just took one. Denver, they've got Flacco in his prime. Wait, so they so Denver passes on Drew Locke then in this Denver scenario? Denver passes on Drew Locke. And then you've got Cincinnati, who I think should be more interested in a lot of these quarterbacks than people are making out to be. They pass on one. That's a great point. That, that could be a surprise team that they need one, man. They need one. I don't know how sold they are on Andy Dalton, but at 11, if a Haskins slides to Cincinnati or a Drew Locks there, I think they should absolutely kick the tires on it. But it looks like Miami could be in position to pick up one of these guys. And here it is, Dwayne Haskins falling into the Dolphins' laps at 13. As a Dolphin fan, I know they seem to be putting all their eggs in the 2020 basket. But if a franchise quarterback slides to you there, you've got to take him, right? 100%. Listen, I I love me some Dwayne Haskins. And if he falls, I mean, the guy, he's an accurate he's an accurate quarterback. He had a ton of touchdowns. He, he, he uses his feet well, though. He sometimes looks like he's playing in concrete because he is so heavy-footed and slow. But ultimately, man, the dude, only one year of, of college experience and was an absolute baller. I would like him to have more experience, but I just think there's still a lot of meat on that bone. Ultimately, Haskins, to me, is an absolute badass. If I'm the Giants, I take him at 6, and if I'm the Dolphins and he's there at 13, I'm guaranteeing taking that dude. That's a blessing, and like you said, I think that's the biggest question mark. When you talk about a guy like a Dwayne Haskins, because now with the rumor mill floating around, after the Giants get that second uh, first-round pick now at 17, and they're starting to think eyes on Daniel Jones, which is laughable, but if they do that, you're right, man. Haskins starts falling, and if the if the Broncos aren't trying to pull the trigger on it, him and Drew Locke both fall. The Redskins and the Dolphins could be both looking at themselves at 13 and 14 and get a guy that could have easily gone in top 10. And surprise, surprise, Bucky in this current mock has Drew Locke falling all the way to 24 to the Raiders. I don't see that happening. And the Raiders nab him there. I don't see that happening either. I don't but see it's, Locke it or really interesting falling out of the top 15. No, I'd be shocked. I, I would be shocked. You know quarterbacks always get moved up the board. And, and if honestly, it, if, if Daniel Jones doesn't get taken by the Giants at 17, I don't see him going maybe even in the first round. Really? I don't think he's a good quarterback at all. I think I everybody think so knows either. it except for the Gettleman. But if you are an Oakland team and you've got a couple of picks here on the back half and you don't believe in Derek Carr, maybe you go ahead and make that push. Maybe. 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 I, that, I think Gruden's done weirder things. You know Mayock, quicker than fast, he loves his quarterbacks. Yeah, he loves Eric Burry, and he loves his quarterbacks. But I think if unless it's Kyler Murray that they're able to trade up for or him crazily That's falling true. We to have him, heard the rumors. I just don't see them going for the Kyler. quarterback. They make the move for Antonio Brown. I don't think they do that just to go get a rookie quarterback unless that rookie quarterback is Kyler Murray. And that's how I feel about it. But thank you, Bucky. That is a beautiful looking mock. We will, of course, have more NFL draft coverage, more free agency coverage, Cowboy talk, NFC East talk. We're covering the entire shebang here on the Nosebleed Seats podcast with Zach Wilson and Eric Chiafalo. 
powered by the Pro Football Network. As always, check out the awesome articles that are being written every single day by the PFN at PFN365. Check out the Pro Football Network website and check out the other podcasts on the show. We've got The Future Is Now, Any Given Friday, Just The Start, Us. Uh, There is another podcast that since has been uh, moved on. Something about those... Those geeks down in Dallas, dude. Yeah, those guys are terrible, man. Yeah, those guys in Dallas suck. Listen, I get it. I hate them. Nothing worse than cowboy fans, right? Dude, when was the Just last time they the were worst, good? Dude. It's been 100 years. It's so long. It's been like a quarter of a century since they've won a Super Bowl. Hey, and I'll be honest with you. I'm not all in on Dak Prescott. Me neither. I'm not. Uh, I don't think so. I might be kind of in. I'm not all in. I'm not all in, but I I'm, know I'm that. intrigued. But I'm intrigued. But... But I'm not all in. I'm not all in. I'm not going to tell you why either. Nope. But I'm just letting you know. I'm not. Not fully sold on Dak Prescott. Well said. Shout out to Dak for that. We'll be back next week. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Have a great week. Come poised. Good day, mate.